just occurred to me. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day. We're back. So we uh, we are on page Sachem, page 39a in the Mishnah. These are the vegetables. But a person fulfills his obligation on Pesach to eat murder. Bitter herbs. What are the bitter herbs? He lists them. Either Bechazeres, which is lettuce, like we usually take romaine lettuce. And the order, the order that he lists them tells us that the first is the primary, is the first on the list is the ideal. That's why we always use chazeres, romaine lettuce. Betamcha. Betamcha. I was going to say like chren, it's the second on the list, right? The mother will explain what is Har Chavina. Har Chavina. And Ba'ulshin or Ba'mar. I think the mother will explain. Ba'ulshin and with Mar. Bitter, something bitter. Specific bitter herb. The mother will explain. Right. And that's what we take. We take the first two on the list. We take the Roman lettuce and the chareng. Yeitzen, you fulfill your obligation innovation, whether they're moist or they're dried out. Right. But not if they're pickled. Pickled in in in, in, in in the vinegar. The leish looking over there, overboiled, stewed like stewed. Yeah, or not even not even if they're just regularly cooked. Start from the kazayas and all these five. You have you have to eat a kazayas. To fulfill the obligation, you have to eat a kazayas. It says you should eat the Pesach and the murder together. Eating, whoever it says eating is a kazayas. Even though it's referring to the Pesach, we say also the murder also has to be a kazayas. What if I have a less than a kazayas of this kind, less than a kazayas of the other kind? It all adds up. So it seems from Rashi, ideally a person should use one kind. Mm-hmm. But you can add the two. The kazayas mm-hmm. could be also after the fact between the two. Mm-hmm. And he also fulfilled obligation with the stalk. He eat the stalk, not just the leaves of these uh, of these kinds that he listed. Mm-hmm. Also, but the mai mai is you don't know the mai you don't know if you buy from uh, vegetables from uh, an amara. It's a person who's not learned. We're not sure did he did he give all the tithing or didn't he give all the tithing? So you're allowed to use it. But mai we already had this in the last mission. Because even though, because everyone, even though a rich person is not allowed to use it, but it seems you could make it so you can sell everything you have and make yourself ownerless. You could be a poor person. A poor person is allowed to eat it, therefore you can eat it. You can eat the, the murder if it's the mite. But my tradition is the truma, and also from the first tithing that was already taken the truma, that the truma of the miser, every miser, when you give 10% to the levy, the levy has to give 10% of that to the koya. So he gave it 10%, but he didn't know when, but he never gave the, the original truma. But you have to first give first because the levy went ahead and he schemed and he took when it was still attached to the ground before it was obligated to give truma. Then you're exempt from giving the first truma. He didn't want to lose out. He doesn't want to take 10% of what's left over after you give the truma. He wants 10% of everything. 
So he goes quickly before you even obligated to give truma. Truma, you only become obligated once you start, once you uh, harvest it. And here he took it while it was still in the ground, still connected, attached. So, so, so it's okay because then you're not obligated to give truma. Even though it wasn't uh, redeemed properly, but nevertheless, it was since uh, after the fact. It was redeemed and it's okay. What do you mean it was redeemed? He said earlier it was redeemed. He gave the principal, he didn't yet give the, the 25% you have to add. And nevertheless, it's still considered redeemed. And later on, he has to add the 25%. Mm-hmm. That's the mission. It's like the about Chazeres. What is Chazeres? First, he defines this list Chazeres is Chazer. Lettuce. Olshin, what's Olshin? Hindavi, endives. Tamcha. Interesting, the mother first says Olshin, even though in our Mishnah first he says Tamcha. Tamcha, but Abrahana, Tamcha Shema. Chrein, that's the Chrein, that's what we eat, right? That's the bitter, the bitter herbs from mother. Karachavina, Amarishlim, Shim, Milwakish, Atzavsa, the Dikla. It's a vine of the palm tree. It, it grows around the palm tree, it's like a like a like a skin around the, around uh, the palm tree, like a bark around the around the par, the, the palm tree. Or others say that it grows near the palm tree. Because later on we're going to learn you can't use a tree. Bitter herbs has to be a plant, not a tree. So you can't say it's part of the palm tree. It grows next to, close to the palm tree, connected to the palm tree. Okay, and the mother, what's mother, he says? He says, mother is mirirse. It's a specific type of plant. Some say it's wild lettuce. Some say mirirse means anything that's bitter. All bitter herbs, right. All bitter herbs, the mother says later on. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. Tanya, back up, back up, learn. Elu Yeraki Shadim Yisim Nechamaset, and he gives his list, his own list. These are the the the, the uh, these are the vegetables, the bitter herbs. A person fulfills his obligation. Ulshin, right? We already learned Ulshin is endives. Tamchachrein, the charchelin. What's charchelin? Wild chicory. Rashi says he doesn't know what charchelin is. No one says what charchelin is. Charchelin. Rashi says he doesn't know. Charchelin. He doesn't know what charchelin is. The mother doesn't explain what charchelin is. Right. Charchavin, like we said earlier, we know what charchelin is. What's charchavin? We said earlier. Charchavina. Charchavina. Okay. We said Charchavina is a tafsla That grows a, veg- a, a vegetable that grows around the palm tree. Yeah, it's Charchavina. 
تو خرکبین خرکبین او به خزرین از تک خزر است لرس خزر است it's the plural of خزر so he adds خرکبین he takes out he takes out Ulshin. No, he says Ulshin. Takes out mother and instead he places Kharkhalin. That's Barkapur. Buddha the Tana says, Af Ulshin Sadev Ulshin Gina. That also, when you say Ulshin, it's not also the wild Ulshin. Ulshin Gina Vachazeres. That the uh, wild, the wild endives, and also the regular endives, like chazeres, also the, la- the, the lettuce. Like the ulshin gin of chazeres, the tanalidesha. You said it already in the beginning. You said ulshin and chazeres. Why does he have to repeat it again? Why is he adding? He's adding. He's not adding. He already listed it. Okay, you're adding wild lettuce. This is what he says. Even wild endives is called It's like regular, regular garden varieties, like regular, regular endives, and like and like lettuce. What? We don't know. says Mayor adds Tura, Aves, Tura, and Marirur. There are different types of vegetables in the times of the Talmud, they knew what these things were. Right, you right. go to the marketplace and say, Give me an Aspis, <laughs> give me a Tura. If you walk in today in the marketplace, I don't think they'll know what you're talking about. Marirur. You call the Gemara, he says, What do you mean? Give me the Aspis. Okay. But it says, I'm like Rabbi Yehissi, Rabbi Yehissi said to Rabbi Meir, Aspus and Tura, Echad Hu, Aspus and Tura, I wanted to say, Umar Zehu Yirur. Umar is Yirur. It's the same. The Marshal says, the Marshal explains what Rabbi Yehissi is saying like this. Asvus v'tura chadu maru. Asvus that are one and the same, and it's bitter. And it's known also v'zeo marirua. It's all one and the same. Asvus v'tura marirua is one and the same. He's saying it's bitter and it's known as marirua. It's not. It's not three different vegetables. It's one and the same. Right? Remember what Chazeres is? Lettuce. Yolshin is what? Endives. Vitamchachrein. It grows next to the uh, next to the uh, palm, palm tree. Harginin, what's Harginin? It's like oregano. Right. Harginin, Ubardufnin. What's Hardufnin? Now she says it's wormwood. 
bitter. It has a bitter aromatic taste. Wormwood, lime. Sweet mirror. Others say it. Others say it's it's oleander. Yeah, yeah, either it's a, it's a wormwood or oleander. This is different types, different types of, of, of lettuce. It has a different type, it has a, a special title. You know, you go, go into the store today, it's not just one lettuce. It's like tw- 12 different lettuces. So this is called chazeres yul and chazeres galen. Also, you fulfill your obligation. Also, Arkablim, or also you can fulfill your obligation. Arkablim is a thick ivy that grows around the trunk of a date palm. Date palm. So the question is, isn't that the same thing as Kharkhavina? Didn't we just say Kharkhavina grows around the trunk of a date palm? Tops of the Dikla. What's he adding? That also our Kabbalim is acceptable. We already learned that. We learned Kharkhavina, Tops of the Dikla. So, therefore, some say it's two different species. That she says. The lettuce which burns wild. It's a separate, a separate type, species. It's not the same as Kharkhavina. Others argue with Rabelezer. Only Rabelezer adds our Kablim. Others disagree with Rabelezer. So our Kablim is not okay, and Kharkhavina is okay. Why? Because is not part of a tree, something that grows next to the palm tree. But here, if it's part of a tree, we're going to learn later a tree is not kosher. You can't use a tree for the species of murder. Murder has to be a plant, a growth, a, a vegetable, not part of a tree. He says, He says, I, I asked all the students, all my colleagues, all the fellow students, and I tried to find one person who will corroborate what I heard from our teacher. No one corroborated. No one heard what I heard. I heard Abelazar say clearly that our Kabbalah is kosher. And no one, no one, uh, no one corroborated that. When I came from Abelazar, he says, yes, you're right. I did hear it. It's correct. It is correct. Our Kabbalah um, Rabbi Lezer actually did say our Kabbalim is accepted. Anything that has the sap, the syrup, white, like a white sap, a white syrup. The vegetable is a pale green. It's not regular green, it's pale green. Also, part of Machsifin is is included in the murder. Not like leeks. Leeks are very intense green. It's like a pale green. Has both qualities. All bitter vegetables has to have both qualities. It has to have like a white sap, a bitter sap, and it has to be pale green. 
from the words of everyone, all these opinions that were quoted from the Mishnah, from uh, from uh, the uh, from Bar Kapodra, all this we learned that Mar has these two qualities. Yedek Mar, Yeshle Sadov, it has this, this white uh, sap, juice, it comes out, flows out of it, squeeze out of it, and it's light green. Omar Abunabun says, Alochek Achid, the law follows Achid. The point you're trying to say is that there's a difference of opinion. They hold that um, also it's like Chaydim says, says what is so specific about uh, more? In other words, it's because it's so significant. Uh, to you have to fill the mitzvah. Titus says, Murray, you have to know the, the definition. What do you, some things you eat and you don't fulfill the mitzvah. But so specific. Something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not everything gets bitter, is he going to say? Not simple. Yeah, Okay. So he says, Ravi Nafkel Ravacha Bledrov. Ravi was looking, uh, found Ravacha Bledrov. A madder Amadir. He was looking for something bitter, very bitterly tasted. Amle my daito the Amadir in today. You're looking for something that's very very bitter. But Chazer is not. It's the first on the list. Lettuce. Lettuce is not bitter. Why is that listed first? Whatever is listed first on the list, that's the that's the primary. That's the ideal. It's not bitter. You said that we still learned earlier. is Why is it called chasa? Why? Why do we take lettuce? Why is attack number one? Chasa the chas rachmanolam, because Hashem had rachmanus on us. We're commemorating that Hashem had mercy on us. He gives another reason. Why the Egyptians compared kemarer? We eat the mother to remind us of the Egyptian. We say fikasha, just like lettuce. In the beginning, it's sweet, but if it hardens, then it turns bitter. The longer it stays in the ground, the more bitter. It's bitter. The more bitter. In the beginning, they were soft, they were gentle, they paid them. Tari himself went, and then it turned harsh, it turned bitter. It starts, you know, you know, it's like a certain party that starts very sweet, and at the end, you end up with. <laughs> you, end up, yeah, you end up with the Venezuela. Start sweet, promising you everything, free everything. At the end, it ends bitter. They say, gosh, I'm a So you responded, how did we? I take it back. So Ravacha, uh, he says, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm wrong. I was looking for something that's bitter. I should look for, for, for lettuce. Romaine lettuce. What did he do when he only had the mum for 39 years? What? Now, now it's the first pesa. Where did they get mar? Where did they find mar? Very good question. It tastes like everything. <laughs> Could you fulfill your obligation by eating mar? <laughs> Excellent question, Phil. I love your question. Okay. How do we know when it says the title says eat something bitter? How do we know it has to be a vegetable? Where's the same the title vegetable? the Maybe it's a bitter part of a fish. The gall, the gall of a kofia fish. It also tastes bitter. <laughs> Maybe eat anything that's bitter. Where, where does it say? Where does it say in the title vegetable? 
So he answers, Dumya the matzah. Potatoes, you have to eat them butter together with the matzah. It has to be like matzah. Even though Tatus says also you have to eat it together with the Pesach, maybe it should be from an animal. No, like matzah. Just like matzah grows from the ground. A murder when Tatus says bitter, something bitter that grows from the ground. A hilduf. Why didn't say hilduf? Hilduf was like a tree. It's also bitter. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu used when the Yidin left Mitzrayim and they came to Mara, the water was bitter. What did Moshe do? It was a miracle within a miracle. He threw something bitter into the water, Hilduf, which was a bitter, bitter lager, bitter wood, and it turned the water sweet. So maybe, maybe Hilduf. So maybe a tree, it also grows from the ground. How do you know it's a vegetable? Says he says, do me the matzah. Matzah means royim, just like matzah. It's not a tree. Matzah grows from the ground, so it's like a plant. Matzah means royim has to be like a plant. Say harzifu is also a type of plant that's poisonous to animals and it's bitter. It's not poisonous for a person. It's bitter. Do you want to do me the matzah? Just like matzah. I can buy from Maisa Shane money, which you can't buy Harzifu from Maisa Shane money. Because Maisa Shane money, you can only buy food. That's not considered food. It has to be food. A vegetable that's food. Lettuce is a food. Endive is a food. Chrein is a food. Harzifu is not a food. Since it's poison to the animals, it's not, it's not a food. It's not eaten. People, people don't eat it. Not anything that's bitter. It has to be a bitter that grows from the ground. That's a food. And that's not a tree. Maybe just mother. How do you know five species? Maybe mother is a specific. One thing, only one. Pick one thing. The title is talking about something specific. So he says meroidim. The title says plural meroidim. Like the name of meroidim today. Maybe two things. Meroidim is two, two species, two types. Not five types. You listed five, and others listed even more. Every mother do me the matzah. My matzah meaning harbe. Matzah can be made out of out of wheat, out of out of rye, out of spelt, out of oat. Out of barley, five kinds. So the mission also lists five different types of, uh, of, of vegetables, the bitter herbs, and the and the rabbis, the other rabbis, and I'm even lists more. Any of those, but of course, whatever's first on the list, that's ideal. It's not the most bitter. They don't take the most yeah. bitter. Could be in. No. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. Okay. I'm the, for the first on the letter he said earlier. The first on the list is lettuce. Lettuce is by it's not even bitter. But because it turns bitter. But we take both because we want to feel the, the, the bitterness. So we take the lettuce and we also take the endives and we take the, the bitter. We want to feel the bitterness. These, uh, these are vegetables that the rabbis listed. You fulfill your obligation. You can sow them in one patch. This is something we learned in Shabbos. If you remember in track of Shabbos, we had this. How many different plants you can plant, different types of species you can plant in one one patch of six tvachim by six tvachim. 
which is like a, a, a foot and a half, a little more than a foot and a half by a foot and a half. And he says you can plant five five different species. But he says he, he says that these things you can plant together. Berugachas together. Are you telling me that there's no Kaloyim? You allowed them to mix them together, even though they're different species. Right. a question. We learn different types of, of, of letters, of regular letters, and the letters is called letters galit. Ulshin, regular endives, Ulshin, the wild endives. Kadeshin, regular Kadeshin, Ukadeshi Sada, leeks, and then the wild leeks. Kuzber, Kuzber Sada, coriander, and wild coriander. Haradil, Haradil, mustard, and Egyptian mustard. With Lassa Mitzi, with a Mutsu, Egyptian Egyptian pumpkin, and 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 the Mutsu, different type of pumpkin. In the Kloyan you can mix the two together. Because because they're the, from the same family, they may look different, but they're from the same family. You have different. You're not allowed to mix two different species, even if they look alike, but they're from two different families. But here they look a little different: the wild and the regular garden variety, and the and the wild. But nevertheless, they're from the same family, so you can mix the two. So chazeres vechazeres galin galinit chazeres volshin loisi. The brayse says clearly, I can only mix. I can mix a regular a regular lettuce with a wild lettuce, but I can't mix a regular lettuce with endives. It's two different species. So how can you say? How can Rav say that you can mix all of these chrens together or all of these bitter herbs together? If you're going to say the brayse means you can mix all of these, he's saying he's listing the whole list. You can mix the, the uh, you can mix the, the, the lettuce with the endives with the, with the leeks. It's not true. Amar Rav, Rav himself said zogis zogis ktani. The proper reading of this brayse is that you can mix the lettuce with the wild lettuce, but not everything together. Right. Right. Yeah, so the says, says, you know what Rav says you can plant them you allowed to plant them the way it's supposed to be like he says you allowed to plant five different species in one patch in one patch of like a foot and a half by a foot and a half so you can plant five different kinds even though you're not allowed to mix the two four is all different ways of explaining it but the, one of them is you put four on each side and one in the middle one on this side, one on this side, and one in the middle. So each one is like a tefach and a half distance from each other. So they, so they don't, uh, they don't uh, draw from the same nourishment. So then it's not considered mixed. It's like the so, yeah, so what is it? That's what he means. What's Rav coming to teach me? It's already a Mishnah. We already learned the Mishnah. We learned in Rabbi Kiva, in the Pedic Rabbi Kiva, at Ruga. Four and four sides of the of the of the patch. So what's Rab coming to teach me? I would think the mission is talking about uh, plants, seeds. When you plant things, you actually eat the seeds. The seeds itself, like wheat. Barley, uh, beans, you eat the seeds itself. But vegetables. 
we eat the stem, lo, you're not allowed to mix it. Kamash for others. Come and teach me. Even that, you can you can set up the system. You can put five different types of bitter herbs in this way that the Mishnah spells out. Are you trying to tell me the Irakis alimim is that vegetables is stronger than zroyim? Vegetables draw more nourishment, and that's the innovation. I would think the Mishnah is talking about only only um, only zroyim, but vegetables not. Like grains, legumes, right? Grains and legumes. But but now we learn it's the opposite. We learn over there. That on the contrary, that the grains and legumes he can't use the system because they draw much more. So it's so it's all drawing from this together. And that's kolayim. That's considered a mixture. Only vegetables. The Mishnah. Right. 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 I already said it. He says, Maltem, I would think honey mother minizraim says you're right. But I would think that murder is not considered a vegetable. It's considered like Zrayim Kamashmala. Why would I think that why would I think that the murder is considered these bitter herbs are considered like uh, uh, seeds and grains and legumes? What do you mean? But non Yurakis. It says in the Mishnah, vegetables. All the mission says vegetables and small. So mother, I know is vegetables. Why in the world would I think that mother is <coughs> is like seeds? So mother answered, it's No, Rav needs to teach me. Since it becomes hard, eventually it does become hard. If you leave it, it becomes hard. So therefore, you should need more room. It should be considered like a like a legume, like a grain. And you're not allowed to plant them in this uh, in this pad. I have to. I need. I have need to separate them. How do you much you need to separate them by a fourth of a cob, which is a little more than uh, ten amas by ten amas, which is uh, like um, fifteen, a little more than uh, like fifteen, sixteen feet by sixteen feet. The separation of the vine. So he says, no. We look at it the way it's now. Right now, it's the vegetable, and therefore you could plant five of them in one little patch. The reason why they don't say that a stem a cabbage that became hard you have to separate it from, from another growth just like over there since since eventually it will become hard so we have to make a bigger separation is also over here with the bitter herbs and they said that's what I was coming to teach us we don't consider it we look at it right now right now it's a vegetable and therefore you could plant them together right. so we're basically more strict with seeds right so even cabbage no the cabbage that when when do we say this Allah only after it becomes hard why is only only after it becomes hard. But before it becomes hard, we treat it like a regular vegetable. And even a cabbage you can plant in that patch, together with four other different types of vegetables. Okay. Mishnah says, You fulfill your obligation whether it's moist or whether it's dried out. It's only, we're talking about the stem. 
Avabalin, but leaves lachinin only if they're moist. Yevation leaf, they're dried out, no, because they're dried out, it's useless. But it says it says at the end of the Mishnah, Baklach Shalahem. So he says in the beginning, Bain Lachem Bain Yevation. He's referring to the leaves. He says, And then he says, And we also fulfill our obligation with the stem. In other words, till now we're not talking about the stem. We're only talking about the leaf. And he says, whether they're moist or whether they're dry. So it means the leaf, even if it's dried out, you fulfill your obligation. Not like Rav Chizda. He's explaining later on the mission when he says later on he's explaining when he said what does he mean when he say when the moist the dry it's only referring to the step. Mace, may I ask you? We learned number We learn clearly a person fulfills an obligation, meaning behen. Behen means the leaves. And in the stem, ben lachem ben yevation. holds clearly that whether the leaf or the stem, you fulfill your obligation, whether they're dry or moist. Rabbi say. Lach and Yates and Yevation. Yes, when the rabbis disagree, and the rabbis say both the stem and the leaves. The only fully obligation of the moist, not of the dry. The shavin and everyone agrees. Yates and even the rabbis who say that dry if it's dry, you don't fulfill the obligation. Yates that you fulfill the obligation if it's if it's commotion. Kimushin means it's withered, so it's not totally dried out, it's not moist or fresh, but it's not totally dried, it has a little moisture. Avaloikimushin, like not if they're preserved, like pickle, in vinegar. Avaloikimushin, not if they're stewed, overboiled, not if they're, if they're boiled. Call the Shodavar, what's the rule, the general rule is, it still has bitterness. So therefore, when it's dried out, all these things, but withered, still they still have some bitter taste. But preserved, stewed, boiled, are not stu- are not suitable because it, the taste is totally gone. Mm-hmm. So what do we see from there? When our Mishnah says you fulfill your obligation, whether it's, whether it's moist or dry, whose opinion is that? Rabbi Meir. Because the rabbis disagree. The rabbis say under all circumstances you can't fulfill your obligation if it's dry. Mm-hmm. Only if it's moist or withered. So the Mishnah follows our mayor. And our mayor says clearly that even leaves, if they're dry, you fulfill your obligation. So it contradicts Rav Chis' statement. So Rav Chis' the answer is a mayor, when a mayor says, whether it's dry or moist, he's only going on the second part, on klach, on the stem. In other words, read like this. You fulfill your obligation with the leaves. If it's moist, but with the stem, even if it's dry. Hmm. And our Mishnah follows a mayor's opinion. You're right. He's already adding. Why don't they just add in the chamer? What do you mean? The chamer only arguing... By the leaves and not by the stems. Even though we pass 
What, what do you mean? No, the Chachamim are saying whatever, whatever the Mayor is saying, the Chachamim are arguing. The Chachamim don't spell it out. Yeah, no, but he's, no, he's not editing. He's explaining. He's not editing anything. He's just saying, read it like this. Fulfill your obligation with the leaves. That's all. Yeah. Point number two is. Tanner one of the rabbis learn in Yates and Behen Kimush. You don't fulfill your obligation if it's with it. Like we learned earlier that everywhere the Chamam and Rabbi agree. Fulfill your obligation with Murr. That's Maisa Shani Yerushalayim. Because the question is. We learned earlier there's an argument in Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yisrael whether you fulfill matzah that's made from wheat of Sheni in Yerushalayim. Rabbi Yisrael says you don't fulfill your obligation because it has to be lechem oini, lechem oini, that you have to be able to eat it. Uh, uh, no, no You can't eat it, but you can't eat it. You can't eat it. You can't eat it. Bandinus. And my Shani, you can't eat bandinus only besimcha. Only you know, if someone dies, you can't eat it. And Rabbi Kiva says, no, lechem oni. We don't read lechem. We read it lechem oni, but it's written lechem oni. And why are you allowed to eat matzah in Yerushalayim? We said according to Rabbi Kiva, Bikurim you can't. Matzah is made of Bikurim you can't. Why? Because it has to be Bechel Meshvesechim. Only food you can eat anywhere, anywhere in the world, anywhere in Israel. Bikurim you're not allowed to eat outside Yerushalayim. I, Maizr Shani, you can't eat in Yerushalayim. Maizr Shani, you could redeem. If it becomes Tame, you could redeem it. So technically, theoretically, you could eat it outside Yerushalayim, but because you can never eat outside Yerushalayim. So the question: Aliyah, the Rabbi Kiva leiti boilach. According to Rabbi Kiva, it's not a question. Mash the matzah the raisa matzah, which is biblical. Not if you fulfill the you fulfill the obligation. The mother, the rabbanan, actually says, what does it mean, mother of the rabbanan? It doesn't mean. So, how does that fit? He doesn't mean that the murder today's day and age is because today we don't have a carbon pesach. So, biblically, we're obligated to eat matzah even if there's no carbon pesach. But biblically, you only allow obligated to eat murder only when it's together with a carbon pesach. Pesach, now it's rabbinic. Now it's no, that's not the trial. Because if you're talking about today, what kind of maizu sheni? If there's no based on there's no maizu sheni. What are you talking about? So, so he said, well, right. So he says he means with the rabbanon because vegetables. Maizusheni is, is not that doesn't include vegetables. It's only only like wheat and barley, things that grow, but not that on a tree, fruits, not vegetables. Vegetables is only rabbinic. So if matzah, which is biblical. He says you're allowed to eat it if, if it matzah is made of, of the wheat of Maizu Sheni. How much more so in Mother the Rabbanon? The vegetables, which is the obligation to eat vegetables only in Yerushalayim, treat it as Maizu Sheni, is only rabbinic. How much more so? Of course you can eat it. You can use it for murder. My question is, leave it to Rabbi Yisiagli. My, but matzah that I say nothing. Matzah because it's biblical. So it says lechem mayni. So therefore, you, therefore you don't fulfill your obligation. Have a murder, the rabbanon. Murder is only the rabbanon. Maybe, maybe no, nothing. It is. It's not, it's not. Maybe I could fulfill my obligation. 
Idilma perhaps called the tick and the rabbanik and the rice tick. Whatever the rabbis instituted, that even vegetables are only rabbinic, they 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 it reflects the biblical. So just like biblically, the wheat which is biblical meisushin, you can't eat it outside. You can't fulfill your obligation for matzah. So too, so too the rabbinic. Uh, vegetable herbs, I can fulfill my obligation. In other words, since matzah, matzah, we treat like matzah. Since we have to eat the matzah and the matzah together, so we say just like whatever, whatever is good for matzah, matzah is good for matzah. So since matzah, I can't eat. I can't eat matzah since it's not. I don't fulfill my obligation with matzah, matzah sheni. So too, I don't fulfill my obligation of matzah with matzah matzah sheni, even though it's only it's only it's only rabbinic because it's vegetables. Um, That's how we do it at the seder. We eat it with matzah. Yeah, Rashi's main explanation is. Oh, okay. In the rice, it's taken. Taste was asked earlier. According to Rabbi Yisagilili, since he learned, Rabbi Yisagilili himself learns bikurim from bechol meshvesecha. So learn meisusheni also from from bechol meshvesecha. He doesn't hold the rabbi laws. So he says no, because if not for if not for lechem moini, I would say meshvesechim is only bikurim. Because meisusheni, since you have a heter, like Rabbi Lazar says. I would think Matzas Matzas comes to add Meiser Shein. That's why he needs Lechem Oni. But, but, so once I have Lechem Oni, then it's also included in Bechel Meshvesech. So it's even so it's also also because of because of because of Bechel Meshvesech. Um, no, but he doesn't hold the Rabbi Lazar. And then the office are working. Dashi learns that Yisak Lili doesn't hold it up a lot. Yisak Lili heard that that since now it's not impure, so I can't redeem it. So the bottom line is I could only eat it in Yerushalayim. And we learn Mar Mar, even though it doesn't apply to to Matzah, only by Matzah says Bchomish Vesech. Mar is together with Matzah. Whatever law applies to Matzah also applies to Mar. And Mar also has to be Bchomish Vesech. So since the Meiser Sheni, Mar is Meiser Sheni, Rabbinic, so therefore, they enacted everything they enacted reflected the biblical. So the, I, I can't eat it outside of Yerushalayim. And they, I can't eat it outside of Yerushalayim, and therefore I can't be fulfill my obligation of murder with with Meiser Sheni. That's the question, and that's the conclusion. It makes sense that the rabbis enacted the matzah murder have the same law. You're not going to have the matzah has to be cannot be for Meiser Sheni. Murder could be for Meiser Sheni. It doesn't make any sense. Even according to Rabbi Yisachlili, so according to Rabbi Yisachlili, it has to be the same. The same law applies. Okay. The next mission is okay. Look at mission. Ain't shaydin the some words on the tanim We're talking about different things that lead to leavening, to becoming chametz. You're not allowed to soak bran for chickens because soaking it in water is going to cause it to uh, to become chametz, to ferment. What's morsan? Morsan is what l- remains in the sieve after sifting the flour. So the coarse part of the kernel remains in the sieve. And that's where you feed the chickens. 
So when it comes, when the grain comes in contact with water, it starts the leavening process. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to soak the bran in water. Even if it's less than 18 minutes. Why? Because once it starts, it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. You do, it's only good if you do it less than 18 minutes, if you put it right away in the oven and you bake it. But here, even if you only soak it for less than 18 minutes, you're gonna, once you start the leavening, it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. And you'll have to put it into boiling water. Drop the mursan into, into boiling water. The bran into boiling water. Because boiling water cooks it immediately. Mm-hmm. Even though it comes in contact with the water, it doesn't allow the bran to ferment. The boiling mm-hmm. water will stop it. But the halacha says that we don't know, we're not experts in boiling, what's considered chaluta, like boiling, scalding water. We're not exactly the biggest experts, and maybe we'll think it's scalding, and it's not scalding, so therefore we don't use this, this leniency. We don't put raw wheat and cook it in, 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 in boiling, boiling uh, water, in scalding water. <laughs> Then the Mishnah says, A woman is not allowed to soak bran to take with her to the bath. The bathhouse. They use it as, as, as soaps. Yeah. Rubbing it on the body. So you're not allowed to do it. Because it'll start the, uh, the, the leavening process. Yavish. <laughs> but if it's dry, she can, she can rub it on her skin. Rub it on her skin. Why? So Rashi says, even though water is still dripping from her body, but it's a small amount of moisture, a small amount of moisture won't make it chametz. Others say, no, we're talking about the sweat of her body. There's no water dripping down. If there's water dripping down, the body is not allowed. But sweat does not ferment. Sweat is not like water in that sense. Then the Mishnah says, "Layilus adam chitam in yechama kaseh." Person should not chew grains of wheat and place it in his wound on Pesach, because chewing it, this saliva will start the fermenting process. Because it's water, saliva is considered water, and it'll start the level. Talk to him about it. Turn that up. Yeah. Same, same. and the rabbis learned. These are things that won't become chametz. If it's baked, mat. Once it's baked, once it's baked, it's done. and cook that which is cooked. The mother will explain. What do you mean? We just learned. What do you mean? You allowed to cook uh, wheat and uh, cook it? We just said by coming in contact with the water, it will ferment. V'chalud and it's boiling water, scalding water. V'chalud and it's boiling water, scalding How can you say? How can you say that cooking is good? While in the process of cooking, before it boils, it will ferment. You're putting it in the pot, and then you're starting to boil. When the water is lukewarm, it will start the fermentation. Yeah. This is the way you have to read the Bereish. Once it's baked, then I go ahead and cook. It doesn't matter. Once it's done, it's done. You can never become hummus. That's right. You can't undo it. Right. If you have flour and you have dripping water in it, even if it drips all day, it's not going to, it stops. It doesn't allow the fermentation process. If you're constantly dripping, 
They're constantly learning Torah, constantly <laughs> dropping. You don't let the Yitzhara Muhammad. You're not giving it a chance. Every moment, a drop of water, a drop of Torah, it's stopping the fermentation. But the moment you stop, so here we have an argument. What happens? The moment you stop, it comes roaring, and in one second it becomes Muhammad. So no, that's when the fermentation, that's when the 18 minutes, you start counting the 18 minutes, and then you have 18 minutes to put it into the oven. Okay, that's an argument. <laughs> One drop after the other. You don't, you don't stop for a second. You don't give it a moment to, to, to start the fermentation. Uh, today's wheat, though, they say here is bleached. It's already bleached. Interesting. What's vatika? It's made of flour. A type of food made of flour. You're saying tart. It's cooked flour, cooked with liquid and salt. So it's it's uh, you're allowed. In fact, also we learn that is prohibited. It's not a contradiction. If it's made with oil and salt, then it's okay. Because we learned earlier that uh, that the mepedes only only water causes fermentation. But anything that comes from fruit, like olive and oil, it doesn't lead to fermentation. It makes with water and salt. This is the question. Are you allowed to add salt to matzah? Here, the Gemara seems to say that. Salt Salt is okay. You allowed to is, do you use salt for ma- allowed to use salt for matzah baking? You want it to be tasty, salty. Here it seems to be okay. So this is the discussion based on this gemara. With oil. With oil. But others say no. It says b'maya milch. milch. No, but if it's made b'maya milch, but what if you bake it? What if you bake it? If you cook it, not. What if you bake it? It's cooked. What if you bake it with salt? Okay, the last piece. A person. A person should not thicken a pot even with flour of oven dried grain. Even though you 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 baked the grain, but don't thicken the pot with it. Why? Maybe it wasn't baked properly. The grain will start fermentation. Right. First, you bake the grain in the oven, and right after it's cut, when it's still moist. So even though it's baked, and we said after baking it can never become chametz. But here, maybe it didn't reach a full baking. Right. And therefore, become chavos. This is, by the way, the source why we're careful of gibrach. Why in Pesach we don't uh, eat gibrach? We're careful not to mix matzah with water, because the baking process is so quick. Maybe a little dough that wasn't fully baked, yeah. a little flour, and when you mix it into into the water, it becomes real chametz. Yeah. That's why we chabad are very careful. Many people are careful not to mix, not to do gibrach. Only the last day of Pesach it's allowed. We'll stop over here. Everyone have a wonderful, wonderful day.